Welcome to Universal Beings with me, Michelle Vickers, where I never know what I'm going to talk about, but I do know I'm always going to learn something new about myself as a human being, something about the universe, and at least one thing that I can do to be a better human. So let's discover what the universe has to share with us today. All right. Gosh, I'm so nervous. I don't know why I'm so nervous tonight. It's always interesting. I never know what's going to happen. So here we go. So the first thing that, um, oh boy, it's always interesting. So we're starting with pyramids, which is, is totally not, <laughs> not where I thought we were going to be going, but that's okay. Not that I had any idea, but pyramids is pretty off the, uh, perspective. So, okay. So we're going to start with pyramids. Um, we're going to talk about, oh, okay. I see. So basically, um, this is really cool. Actually, we're going to talk about ancient, um, Egyptians, but also, um, ancient human beings. So uh, this is really cool that what they want to um, start to bring forward, um, is, you know, humanity's story, because that's, um, that's, oh, wow, this is cool. Okay. So they want to bring forth humanity's story so that we can start to really understand, you know, why we're here and, and, and who we are, but also, um, you know, the dynamic that is, is holding us back because when you don't understand who you are, you don't know what you have, what you're capable of. You don't know what you have access to. So it's really about creating uh, an understanding and, and opening us up to that understanding of who we actually are and where we came from and, and why we were created. So, you know, we have that basic understanding that, um, as human beings, we were created to come and have a physical experience in this universe that was created for us to play in. But what we don't understand is what it really looked like and, and what it felt like to be human, to be one of those first original humans. So they want to go back. They want to start with, you know, so, um, so they're showing me right now, like Egypt, um, Egypt is definitely the, like a cornerstone for the original human experience. This is really cool because a lot of this I haven't even explored before. So it makes it super easy to get all the information firsthand. However, um, I'm going to do my best to be as descriptive as possible with what they're showing me, which is one of my um, not awesome skills yet. So I'm working on that. I want to try and be as verbally clear as possible so that um, you guys get that picture in your head as well so that it, it brings more clarity. So ultimately, um, what they're showing me is, you know, Egypt is the cornerstone in the sense that uh, it was the original civilization. So what I mean by civilization, so I need to be really clear here, the difference between coming in and having an ex human experience to coming in for a, a, an experience of civilization. So civilization is where there was um, the intention to have a larger number, like a larger scale. So scaling up the amount of uh, human beings that would be having uh, an experience at one given time. Whereas 
up until that point, it was more of a um, humans would come in, they would have experiences, but it would be more solo experiences, more individualized. So obviously still procreation was definitely um, still the driving force for creation. However, it was on a much smaller scale. So it wasn't um, about you know, where we are today, where we procreate in, in large numbers, but in it's because it's become, um, the norm ultimately for lack of a better term is that now our, our population, we're so population dense that, you know, it's, um, it's, it's almost numbed the human experience because what happens is that as human beings, we became, more focused on the physical, more focused on um, tangible than ever before. Okay. So ultimately, originally, you know, our, our experience was meant to be a fuller experience in the sense of a fuller expression of who we are. And, and what that means is, you know, coming into into this life, into any life, you know, originally the intention, and it still is that intention. And, and that's really why so many people are moving towards a more spiritual, a more um, conscious evolution is because, you know, we were meant to be conscious beings like that's how we were created so we were never created to be simply physical and that's just that's just a learned experience and really it's it's a learned experience over the past 1500 years 1600 years it isn't something that you know we came here with in originally and now we have to overcome it so it's important to remember that we came in as fully conscious beings we've had a number of different experiences and now we're at a place where we need to come full circle and it, it's um it's really cool actually because every time you know they share any insights it's always about full circle going full circle and understanding that it's that full circle that brings us back to, to who we are. So ultimately, you know, this, um, the original intention was, was for human beings to come and exist within an, it's, it's really cool the way they're showing me. So an energetic structure and what they mean by an energetic structure is Every being, every plant, like right now they're showing me a tree and a leaf and, and the energetic structure that's it within all things. So, you know, we were designed to come here and experience the energetic structure of all things. So human beings, we have first and foremost, an energetic structure. And, and that's when I, when I'm working with someone, I look in and I see that energetic structure. I can see instantly what's, what's off and what's out of balance. And, and that's what we do. We bring that back into balance. And typically right now, um, you know, I use, I use words. I also use energy, but for the most part it, to explain it to someone, you have to use words until you're able to 
I guess the word they're using is, is resurrect. So it's resurrecting that ability to be able to read the energy of all things, you know, and, and what they, oh, this is really cool because that's what they're really getting to tonight is about how to read the energy of all things. Um, and it, it's not as, as hard as, as we imagine. It's not as tricky as, as we think, because at the end of the day, energy is, is all around us. You know, we're, we're created based on energy, but not only that, it's, energy is in every single experience we have. It's in everything, you know, and every, every, I can't even get the word, everything, like every plant, every animal, every organism, everything that is living has an energetic frequency. And so it's a, basically an energetic structure first. So I, I think back to, and they're showing me like how, you know, you learn about atoms and molecules and all of that in science class. But ultimately it's that energetic structure that you can't see with your eyes, but yet you can feel it and you can see it. Gosh, it's like another level of seeing. So it's funny, you know, there was a book, The Celestine Prophecy, and, and they talked about shifting your eyes and being able to, to see that. And I remember reading that, gosh, maybe 15, 16 years ago, maybe longer. And I remember thinking, oh, that's so cool. And I had no concept of how to do it at the time. But again, I was always, you know, drawn towards energy and you know, now we understand why. I mean, all of us, there's, there's a reason that every single one of you um, who are, are here and listening tonight, but you know, who are listening and, and you're, it's the things that you're drawn to and you look at your life and, and the people that you're drawn to and the experiences and the things that you're interested in, you know, it's, it's the energy, it's that energy that is pulling you. And it's important to understand that because every creation, every person, every being, every plant, every everything. Again, I will find a word. We will all together find a word for that. But it, that energetic um, frequency. So because we're all emitting it, it's, we're also, we're sending out that energy. So what happens is whatever you're emitting is going to attract similar being similar experiences. And what that means is, is that in any given moment, we have the opportunity to raise our vibration, to expand it, to bring it in closer to us. But we also have the ability to understand it that much more. And what they really want to communicate tonight is our understanding of how energy works is probably about 2% of the capacity that we have to understand. And when you think about 2% in the big scheme of things, that's really, really small. So, you know, we all, we all have a lot to learn. And what they're showing is that it's not about applying your mind and learning from your experiences, it's about allowing your heart to open. And what I mean when I say heart to open is allowing that energy, energetic footprint, your, you know, the, the essence that is you, it's allowing that energy to become more. 
And what I mean by more is following through on what makes you you. You know, when you get frustrated, it's important to be able to pull that frustration energy back and go, okay, is this really how I want to, is this really how I feel first and foremost? But secondly, is this really how I want to broadcast my my emotions out into the universe? Is this how I want to communicate with the universe? Because we're, we're so caught up in the physical that we forget that what we're emitting, that energy, that, that, that energy that we're broadcasting out there is speaking so much louder than any words possibly can. And it's about stepping into that next level of being that next level of awareness that says, I'm, I'm accountable for who I'm being. And what happens is that when you choose to become accountable for who you're, you're being in the world, you start to attract experiences that are equal in value, right? So we've talked a lot about, um, you know, currency and, and the currency of energy and the currency of many different things and inspiration. But what they're showing me is the currency of who you're being. That's what you're trading right now. That's what you're basically, you know, offering the universe as your currency. And the universe is saying right now, is what you're offering what you really want to be experiencing? And, you know, the past few weeks has been pretty challenging for a lot of people. We've been seeing a lot more things, you know, we've, it's been um, uncomfortable. And, and what I mean by uncomfortable is we're seeing a lot of things that, that aren't working in our lives. And, and the universe is, is highlighting the aspects of the currency that you're using. And it's, it's asking you to question, is it the value that you want to be receiving? So the first thing you have to question is, you know, what is valuable to you? I think that most of us, we overlook and they're showing me like we, we all overlook what's important to us because we're constantly focused on that mental of, you know, what, what we think we need to do and, and what needs to be done and what looks right to everybody else. And, and when we do that, we are basically handing out some currency that says, well, how I feel doesn't really matter. It's about what this looks like and this looks like and this looks like. So I need to be focusing on that. So what you're going to get in return isn't value from another human being. You're going to get back what other people think is important. So when it comes back to that, energetic, the essence of you, like that, that energetic footprint and understanding, you know, the real essence of who you are and who you were created to be. You're basically communicating to the universe. I don't want to know anything about me. I don't want to understand the dynamics that, you know, make me powerful and make me, um, you know, the, the soul being who's an integral part of this universe. And you're basically saying that's not important. What's important is how people think and how people see me and how I've been taught to feel and what I've been taught to think, say, and do. 
Does that make sense? So this is a pretty big concept. We're going to break it down over the coming weeks. There's going to be a lot of different aspects that we're going to hit, but it's understanding that as human beings, we are energy first. And, you know, this concept has been thrown around a lot and it's about diving deeper into understanding what does that even mean, right? So that first concept of understanding that if you're living your life on that physical level, you know, that mental perspective that says this is valuable and everything else doesn't matter, how I feel doesn't matter, what's important to me doesn't matter, but what matters is how other people see me or all of the other mental perspectives, right? So if you start to look at the challenges that you've had over the past couple weeks, okay, because the universe is sort of it's giving us opportunities as a, as a human race to shift, right? So it's, it's like how this, it's kind of like crunch time. And what they mean by crunch time is, you know, the pressure comes in in certain areas to spotlight our challenges that we need to overcome so that our opportunity, like we break free into our opportunities, right? That's really what's happening is we're being given all these opportunities and it's allowing yourself to recognize that the challenges that you're recognizing or the challenges you're having are actually your opportunities. So it's not about, you know, wondering how to deal with it and, and trying to understand, you know, who you need to be and, and what you need to do. It's about recognizing first and foremost that the universe is saying, are you being who you need to be in this situation? Okay. And how do you know if you're being, if it, if you are being who you want to be, right? Well, the first thing is, how does it feel? How does it feel? You know, and there's a difference between good and comfortable, right? So comfortable, if it feels comfortable, chances are pretty good that you're doing the same thing you've done for a very long time, right? Feeling good means you know that you're moving towards a bigger picture, you know, you're moving towards becoming more in alignment with doing the things that do feel right for you. Okay. So I'll give you an example. So right now I'm working on this other initiative and it's, it's challenging every part of me, you know, it's challenging. It's challenging me to go way outside my comfort zone, um, in the sense of, vocalizing, you know, who I am and what I can do and what I'm able to do and how I can help show other people what they're capable of. But it's like whole other level. And, you know, it's my brain wants to, wants to tell me, well, who do you think you are? And people, are people going to believe you, you know, and all the other millions of things that my brain wants to say. So I'm not even recognizing that that's what my brain is doing. How, what it looks like in my day-to-day -day life is I will overeat. I will not want to move forward and continue creating the website. I will, you know, the inspiration won't be there. And all of those things are, are a result of 
my brain overthinking things. So I'm not following the energy because the reality is the inspiration's been there. I've written pages and pages in moments and then I get overwhelmed into the fear and then I go to the other side. So, and what the fear does is it brings all that narrative of what my brain wants to tell me. So you can see how, you know, we still, it's, it's about understanding that flipping back and forth is natural. It's normal, but it's understanding that you can either sit back and use, oh, my brain is trying to, you know, trick me again, or, or my brain wants me to whatever it is, because our brains are tricky. They want to tease us. They want to, they want to trick us into thinking we've got it all figured out. And, you know, we know exactly what we're doing, but I can tell you that if it doesn't feel right, then it's just another way that your brain has tricked you into thinking you got it all figured out. So it's important to understand that as you go through this journey, as you become more aware that it's the moments that you're uncomfortable, that it's about allowing yourself to, to not only be kind. So <laughs> here we go. So it's a whole other dynamic. You know, being kind is okay. I'm not seeing it. I can feel that I'm frustrated. I can feel that there's fear. So if I keep pushing, I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm not going to get anywhere because then all I'm doing is now using my brain to try and push me through the fear. So it's a surrender and a surrender says, I see that I'm scared. I can see that my brain wants to tell me it wants to come up with all the options possible that it can possibly think of to come up with to justify why moving forward with this project is ridiculous. Okay. And I can use every excuse in the book. You know, the website wasn't working. So, uh, maybe that's why I'm not meant to do this. Like I literally can come up with every excuse in the book, but it's my job to recognize that I'm coming up with those excuses and to recognize that by saying, okay, I see the fear. I need to take some time and I need to breathe and I need to allow myself to relax enough to be able to start to get that awareness again. Oh, hang on. Let me just see here. Okay, perfect. So, and, and that's our job, right? Our job is to, to recognize where the fear is triggering us to stop our, our movement and our feeling and our, and our, our focus on the energy and what's actually important in that exchange of a value, a value as a currency, right? Because what ends up happening is now I'm exchanging fear as my currency which is useless, absolutely useless. And I'm going to come up against a brick wall every single time. And then my brain is going to want to be like, oh, look, you figured this out and you did this, but really it's another brick wall and it's just another challenge that I'm going to have to overcome. So I'm creating another challenge, right? You know, without those moments where you're like, brain is like, yeah, I figured it all out and I'm going to do this instead. When really <laughs> it was a justification of your fear that you created something else that was so similar but yet your brain told you it was remarkably different. So what they're showing me is, you know, it's, there's an energetic vibration. So if you think about molecules and you think about cells and, and how everything looks, you know, back in 
in grade school science class and how everything and the atoms and molecules, like how everything is joined together. Your energy has its own specific code for lack of a better term. And depending on what you're vibrating, the code changes. So that's the, and that vibration is your currency that you're exchanging with the universe, which means every single person that you come in, into connection with every single conversation you have, every single experience, that's the energy you're bringing with you. So that is why, you know, I spend so much time focusing on why did I think that way? Why did I do that? Not with a judgment of Michelle, you shouldn't have done that. It was okay. Was there a better way that I could have been, you know, was there a better reaction that I could have had? And when I say better, I mean, is there something that would reflect how I actually feel, you know? And, and I think years ago, you know, I would quickly react to, to my son and I would be like, oh, why are you doing that? And I'd get frustrated with him. And then I would stop and I would realize that what he's doing actually doesn't bother me at all. But my brain told me, he shouldn't be doing that because someone else in my life said, oh, they don't let their kids do that. Or one of my family members said, oh, you shouldn't let your kids do that. Or I read somewhere, right? So it's about stopping and paying attention to your emotional reactions because they're telling you what your belief system is every single moment. So it doesn't matter if you're reacting to your children, your, your partner, your, your best friend, your acquaintance, or someone you just saw at the coffee shop that you've never seen before in your life and you'll never see them again. It's about recognizing your reactions and the ones that don't feel right. It's taking that step, taking that moment to recognize and go, okay, wait a minute. Who was I being? Who did I show up as? in that experience, right? Sometimes it may be that you're listening to someone else's conversation. You happen to be hearing it because they're talking very loudly. So, you know, and, and you're hearing something and you have an emotional reaction to what they're saying. There's a reason that you're having that experience and it's your job to feel into instead of judging that person, right? Instead of having your, your first instinct be, well, that's right or that's wrong. Take a minute to recognize why you're having the reaction. What is it in you that is decided that that's right and wrong? Because that's the key to your success. That's the key to discovering more about yourself and raising. It's not so much about raising your vibration. And that's what a lot of people, you know, they talk about in, in a lot of spiritual circles. It's about expanding your perspective and your awareness and your understanding of the energetic system that is you and what you're projecting into the universe because that's your currency and your whole you know that's that's the whole goal of and and why we work towards you know becoming conscious is so that we understand not only you know who we're being but who everyone else around us is being that's why we do it. And then it's being able to walk into an experience and 
be who you actually are representing what is actually important to you. You know, how many times do you go into an experience and realize, oh, wow, that is not who I wanted to be. That's not what I meant to say. You know, I didn't show up. I wasn't myself. Whether you had a fear of whatever, being judged, maybe you were worried that someone would think that you thought you were too much or, you know, you, anyways, I'm sure you guys can come up with all of those on your own. I don't need to give you all those examples because we're really good at them. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about recognizing that your place as a human being in this universe is, is predetermined in the sense of you have an energetic vibration that is, that was created in this universe because it's needed. And it's powerful and it's more than your mind could ever comprehend. So how do you start to understand and really feel into it and, and work with that energy, you know, and it's about allowing yourself to feel on a level that is more than what you think is right and wrong. It's about going to that next level now, going to that level that says, okay, so who did I show up as? Is that really what I meant to say? Is that really what I meant to do? And is there a better way? Because those few questions alone have the power to expand your awareness of who you're being but it's also going to trigger you to start becoming more aware of who other people are being in your life. Because it's, a, it's like a waterfall effect. The more that you learn about yourself, the more that you have the ability to learn about others. And as human beings, we're consumed with the thought that we know what's better for other people, right? How many times a day do you think, wow, I know what that person needs or wow, they should have done this or they should have done it this way. Anytime you find yourself using the word should, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to think and you need to really recognize who you're being in that moment because you're exchanging, you know, a currency with the universe that says, I know better for someone else than they know for themselves. And guess what that means? You're going to attract right back to you the exact same experience. People that all think that they know better for you than you know for yourself. It's kind of mind-blowing when they put it into perspective in these ways. You know, it's so simple. And yet, when we look at how human beings, you know, we're trained to be, like we've been trained to be, to line up, you know, line up our thoughts and and how we think and how we feel and what we do and, and how we do it every single day that we've forgotten to follow what feels right, you know? And, and what they're saying is we're just going to, they, they want to paint a picture of the original essence of human beings here, you know, on this planet and, and other planets, um, which we'll get to at other times, but for the most part, humanity was, was um, 
cultivated, was nurtured to be um, human and to be nurtured by the earth. So what happens is, you know, soul beings are connected with the earth before we come into incarnation so that we have that deep connection and we have that knowing and that understanding of um, what it feels to be nurtured, but also to understand the exchange of nurturing. So it goes back to that energetic exchange of value, right? So it's that um, exchanging nurturing on a level of that, that sustains existence. Okay. So this is fascinating because, you know, even as, as parents and, um, this one specifically as mothers being able to, um, carry children, you know, it's, it's interesting because we have so many dynamics now, (laughs) when you think about this mental perspective of what motherhood looks like and the nurturing aspects, um, from the beginning and, and what it all means and how it comes together. And it's not just a mother, um, carrying a child, but the partner, you know, and, and that partner's role in, in nurturing the child, you know, we've become so disconnected from all of this and from what all of it means that, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing actually. So what they're showing me is, you know, the original essence of nurturing is, is about sustaining life in a way that allows every being to thrive. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm going to write that down because I love that. So sustaining life in a way that allows all beings to thrive is is not how human beings typically live these days, right? We, we are, um, we're, we're based in fear, um, because we've been trained to fear everything and fear that there's not going to be enough and there's not going to be enough of us, let alone time or money or, um, you know, whatever things that we need. Um, and, and that's what, that's what that currency, that energetic currency is, is based on, you know, it's, it's your, it's your value of how you value yourself as a human being and how you value your power in this life. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to get into that much later as we go throughout this year and, and understanding that, that exchange of, of value, but understanding how to cultivate it more. But ultimately, what they really want to un- you to understand t- today in this moment right now is that, you know, currency that is based on sustainability will nurture and enhance the entire human experience. And when you allow yourself to recognize how you feel and you become more, when I say in touch, it's in touch in the sense of connected and and in that awareness, you know, you have that awareness of the energy and the power of the energy more than the, yeah, it's the power of the energy more than what your mind wants to tell you that 
you become empowered on a soul level. So your vibration and the energetic frequency that you're emitting. So you're, it's not only that you're putting it out there, you have to remember that everything you put out there, you're choosing, that's your contribution to the universal experience, right? That's what I mean. When you're, when you're offering the universe, the universe says, oh, that's what they, that's what they're offering. Awesome. I'm going to give them that in return, right? So it's, it's remembering and recognizing that, that who you be is what you're offering, but you're offering it to the entire universal experience, you know? So when you are able to treat others with respect, then it comes back to you. But of course, we understand that in order to treat others with respect, you have to understand respect, you have to embody respect, you have to become the energy of respect, and then you can emit that energy out there, right? So what we're doing is we're working towards cultivating respect for yourself. We're working towards cultivating compassion and understanding and all of those, those things, you know, those nine fundamental energies that I've, I've talked about before. And I will say it again, if you want more information on them, it's all in, in my book, Believe, but it's understanding that that's what we're cultivating because we want to live in a world where those are the things that are valued, compassion, respect, love, purity, truth, movement, balance, you know, those enjoy the ability to be yourself is valued because that's where your power comes from. It doesn't come from how much money you make, how many degrees you have on the wall, what you did today or what you didn't do today, right? It's about recognizing that who you are is where your value comes from. So when I was saying, you know, when I'm having that challenging time, it's about remembering to be kind to myself and remembering that I'm still working towards a goal. And I've recognized that I have, you know, chosen to let fear block me. So it doesn't mean stop everything. And it doesn't mean, okay, have a pity party because now you're all scared and you don't know what to do. It means I need to take a break and I need to say, okay, I'm recognizing that I have fear. I'm also recognizing that because of that fear, whatever I'm doing is blocking me from moving forward. So then it's my job to bring my vibration back up. I don't care what you do, but I can tell you that it's what you do in that moment that is going to determine the outcome. So for me, what I do, and I get laughed at all the time, because, you know, so many people disregard it. I will watch those chick flicks. I will watch anything with a happy outcome, with a feel good outcome. I don't care what anybody else says, because it's those light hearted experiences that are going to guess what? Keep me light hearted. If I watch heavy drama where people are killing or where people are manipulating other people. Guess how I'm going to be feeling? I'm going to feel that denseness. I'm going to feel that reaction that says, 
holy cow, okay, so maybe some, you know, we take it on, whether we like it or not, we take it on. Think about movies. I don't care what movie it is. Think about your emotional reactions. Think about, you know, music that you listen to, podcasts that you listen to. Think about the words. Seven years I went without listening to music ever. And I can tell you, I love music. I grew up with music. I was the girl, you know, when my parents went away, we were, I think, gosh, I was seven years old and we were, we went to their friend's house. They did not have music in their home. We, my brother and I, he was, gosh, he was four or five at the time. We went into their basement and, you know, got one of their old radios, like, and we had it plugged in in the basement and we're listening to it because that's how much music was to me. But it wasn't until much later and I was in this journey that I recognized having the radio on all the time, having the TV on all the time was a way for me to not be present. It was a way for my mind to always be thinking and always be busy because if I'm always busy, guess what I'm not doing? I'm not being present, right? If my mind is always consumed. So there's a whole bunch of sides to all this, but the whole point that I really wanted to talk about and what they're really showing me is, you know, that being kind to yourself. So it's recognizing, okay, there's fear and it's, I'm not moving forward. So I'm going to take some time. Now, this is the key. It is not letting myself off the hook. Okay. And this is where a lot of people will, will fail. And you'll fail in the sense that you stop altogether. You become so overwhelmed and you don't know which way to go that you stop altogether. I'm very clear that I have gone in the wrong direction for me because it's not moving anymore. How do I know it's not moving? Because everything is harder than it needs to be. And I am frustrated and I'm annoyed every single step of the way. Could be even in the middle of a conversation. I need to stop the conversation because no one's getting anywhere, right? So then it's that recognition that, okay, I need to take some time and my job is to get my vibration back up. So whatever it is, you know, I, it depends on what it is and what I've got going on. I mean, I'm, I'm an only parent, so, you know, my son is with me all the time. So if it's in the evening and he's sleeping, there's no way I'm going to be able to go outside and walk in nature. So it's, it's recognizing that you have a life. And your job is to bring your vibration up inside of your life. Don't, don't complain about it. Don't feel sorry for yourself that you have challenges that you can't overcome. Everything is overcomable. There's a new word. And it's, it's about allowing yourself to see that there's a better way, you know? And so if I can't, my go-to always is to be outside. That is my first and first foremost even if it's in the middle of the winter you know and it's the middle of the night you can you can go put your snow pants on put all your stuff on and your hat and your toque and go outside and sit and watch the stars or watch the snow depending on what's going on out there but it's it's about allowing yourself to recognize that your your life you're the starring role in your life and it's your job to keep your vibration up. It's no one else's job. No one else has the power to bring you down or take you back up. It is all on you and it's all about you. And it's not about feeling sorry for yourself when you have those challenges. It's recognizing that your challenges are there because your soul is saying, 
you've got an opportunity to be more than you were yesterday. You know, this initiative that I'm working on, it's the universe is saying, Michelle, you have to be, in order to go to that next level, this is what you have to do. And that's where the fear comes from. The fear is, I'm not good enough. How can I do this? Are they going to want it? Are they going to accept that I can even do this? All the millions of things that run around in our head. But it's, if I'm going to sit there and keep feeding that, guess what? I'm not going to get anywhere with where I'm meant to go. I'm going to stay here. And I'm going to play over and over again the fear and the pity and the, oh, poor me, over again in my brain. Or I can recognize and go, okay, I'm scared. So right now, I'm going to suck it up and I'm going to watch a movie and I'm going to feel that fear but I'm also going to recognize that by the time the movie's done, and sometimes it takes 24 hours, sometimes it takes 48, but I don't like to sit longer than 48 hours because it's that, okay, I'm going to give myself a day typically. And that's what I usually say. And then, you know, show me, show me what the next step is to get out of this fear. Because it's in taking that power, that power that says, I recognize that I'm feeling fear. What do I need to do? That recognition alone, that's coming back to that energy that we were talking about, you know, that the molecules and the atoms and that, you know, the energy that you're putting out there, you're putting out there to the universe. I see the fear and I want to become more than that. And that is huge because when you do that, that's what you're exchanging with the universe. And that currency says, guess what the universe says? <gasps> she knows what she wants. And now we can give her more because she's recognizing that there is fear. It's in recognizing it that you become more powerful, right? You don't need to go back. And this is the one thing, you know, that I, I, I have worked, I've been doing this for a really long time. And the biggest mistake most people make is they think they need to go back and relive their experiences and look at the details and, and play them out over and over again in their brain. And, and it's so far from the truth because it isn't your past experiences. It's not holding yourself in that energy, right? Again, that would be that energy. You would be saying, I'm holding here because I know that this is what's holding me back. Because nine out of 10 times, that isn't the experience that's actually holding you back. It's something else. And that experience alone was the challenge you needed to overcome the dynamic that was already in you. But as humans, again, we go back to that mental, I need to hold in this because this is the experience and the emotions were so overwhelming that this is my problem. And that's why so many people can't actually overcome their challenges because we get caught up in the drama of what we feel is the big deal, right? Because nine out of 10 times, it's not. Actually, I would say it's probably 9.9 .9 out of 10 times. It's very, very rare that it's actually that one particular experience. Okay. So what they really, they really want to bring full circle, you know, in, in this moment is 
It's about understanding that you're here for a reason and your ability to discover what that reason is, is it's right at your fingertips. You know, your whole life, everything that you've experienced, everything you've felt, everything you've said and done, it's in that, it's in that history. It's in your experience that you're going to find the wisdom. But the only way to find the wisdom is if you allow yourself to start to recognize how you actually feel in this moment. Because in this moment, that's going to tell you how you shaped your beliefs and where your beliefs came from. Because they came from all your experience. So when you allow yourself to recognize that maybe that experience wasn't actually what you thought it was. It was either this or it was that or it was so much more or it was so much less. Now you can start to see things clearly. So we move into that energy of truth and then you become more powerful, right? Because you're stepping out of fear. So this week, what, um, what they would really like you to all focus on is allowing yourself to recognize how you feel in spite of what your mind wants you to believe or wants you to think, you know, how you think you should feel. <laughs> okay. So you can even do that. You can write down, you know, this is, this is how I thought I should, this is the experience. This is how I thought I should feel. And when I was really, you know, quiet in, in my alone moment, I recognized that this is how I actually felt you know, and, and see if you can get to that third stage, you know, eventually you're going to get seven or eight stages deeper to get to that place where you're really feeling that much more, but don't worry about it right now. We want to start at that one level of this was the experience. This is, you know, this was my first reaction and that reflects what, how you thought you should feel. And then you want to go to the next one where, but I actually felt this. Okay. And just, just let it unfold. You know, they, they have, they, you know, these universal beings created this experience. They created humans. They created all of the dynamics that, you know, we have the opportunity to experience, but they also know how to overcome because they can see everything. Whereas we're, you know, very, very three-dimensional. So, you know, all we have to do is rise to the occasion and allow our brains to expand and to want to expand beyond what we, what we think we know and what we, <laughs> what we need to know. So it's just allowing yourself to just breathe and become a part of that experience. And transformation, it just happens. You know, it's, you don't, it becomes effortless. You know, it's, it's being willing to see what your brain deems as your faults and, you know, what the universe deems as your experience. And that's really the key. Your faults are what your brain tells you. Those are back, of the, back to those beliefs. You know, your experience is what you needed to come here to experience in order to become who you're meant to be. See the difference? It's a big deal. And yet 
if your brain holds on to one rather than the other, you can see that that's the currency you're exchanging. So let's go and raise our vibration and our awareness so that we can start exchanging more abundance with the universe, right? Because the more abundance that you offer, the more you get to receive. Thank you so much, you guys. It's been uh, an awesome exploration. I totally had no idea what was in store for tonight. So this was a pleasant surprise. Thank you all for, for showing up and for participating. I appreciate everyone. And if you have any questions, um, I'll just give you guys a minute and you can ask them now. And otherwise, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm excited. This is a totally different um, different stream. And it's awesome because now we get to explore something new. And uh, that's my favorite thing in the world to do. <laughs> so when they're giving us a bigger picture of you know who humanity was actually created to be and what it looked like uh, and I just I loved I loved that perspective of you know that originally it was just much smaller experiences smaller it wasn't even communities it was more you know you you existed within gosh it wasn't it wasn't even communities it was family lines but you wouldn't really connect beyond that and then we got to civilization um in that egyptian stage and that was that was fascinating so anyways i just i'm excited to go deeper into this because the more we learn about you know who we were originally created to be the more insight it gives it, it more insight it gives us into you know what our potential is you know it's like um gosh i can't even think of an example but it, it yeah it's like buying something for one purpose and then using it for something that is just like one tenth of the potential of that thing. It just seems so ridiculous, right? You know, you spend $50,000 on something that you could have, you know, and you're using it for something that you could have went out and spent, you know, $500 on. So that's basically the common denominator with, you know, humanity. It's like we're we're using $500 worth of our, our creation when really we're millions of dollars, you know, in, in value wise, right? So it seems ridiculous. So if we can continue to bring more awareness of all of that value, then all of a sudden your understanding of who you are grows, but also your ability to exchange that currency is phenomenal, right? Like, can you imagine 500 to millions? That's kind of phenomenal. Um, okay, so how, sorry, Susan has a question. So how does the PTSD you spoke about last episode play into it not being 9.9, .9, not the experience? So um, PTSD is, uh, it's a mental, so it's, it's how your brain protects you based on the challenging experiences that you've had and and basically again so it's going back to ptsd is specifically comes up when there's experiences that were never meant to happen as human beings it's also understanding that 90 percent of the population experience ptsd in one form or another okay um how does that play into not being in the yeah, in your full experience so 
It's about recognizing that your brain is doing what it needs to do until you can become more of who you are, until you can expand your awareness, right? It doesn't, it, it's PTSD is your brain protecting you, right? Depression is your brain, um, is the reaction that happens when you, um, are unable to access truth. So, you know, when we, when we hear things like, you know, human beings have to do this and you can't do this and, and, you know, as a, whatever, as employees, you have to do this. And in a family, these are the rules, you know, if those rules don't reflect what you're actually capable of, and they're not actually true, they're not reflecting the truth, then that causes depression. And anxiety is when we hold ourselves back from recognizing the truth. So again, a fundamentally different experience all over again. So um, PTSD is just another example. It's the brain's way of protecting you until you're able to come back and recognize more of that energetic essence of who you are. So it's just, it's a protection. It's actually really cool because it's, it's not even in the realm of, of depression and anxiety, yet it is in consider it, it can in the sense that it's it's under that mental perspective but it's the brain protecting you so yeah that's does that make sense susan <laughs> yeah okay so i'm gonna leave you guys with this if you have any questions and susan if you want to know more about that that's awesome um just send in send me emails with your questions and or or through Facebook and we'll we'll just keep going this is gonna I mean we're just opening up more and more and more and I'm so excited because <laughs> this is my favorite thing to do is explore more of who we are right and if we can do it together that makes it even more fun so thank you so much you guys have an awesome week and I will see you soon bye